Welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Anderson. I decided to end my decade-long love affair with alcohol in 2012 at 29 years old. I chose to live openly as a recovering alcoholic with honesty and humor while figuring it out one day at a time. This space will bring you weekly episodes of my own personal experiences with my addiction and sobriety, as well as me interviewing incredible souls who are living life without drugs and alcohol. This podcast is here to inspire you, empower you, uplift you, and bring you some laughter along the way in your own journey. Sit back, relax, and let's have a time. podcast is brought to you by my Sober Vibes coaching program. You don't have to walk this journey alone. When you work with me, you'll get personalized one-on-one support and accountability. You will have your own sobriety coach in your back pocket at all times. I was on the shame, guilt, hangover, and anxiety run and roller coaster for a decade when it came to my addiction with alcohol. Then I learned that I deserve to feel loved and be loved and that anything is possible in sobriety. I know right now it sounds like a pipe dream, but it's possible for you too. Just imagine how you will feel when you have someone rooting you on 24-7, have tools in place that when you get an urge to drink, you know exactly what to do to not drink. Know how to eat well, understand how exercise affects your sobriety and healthy things you can do to make movement a regular part of your day without feeling overwhelmed or obligated. Have money to knock some things off your bucket list since you're no longer spending it on alcohol. Pay off the debt that's been adding up. I mean, think about it. Think. $50 to $100 a week that you were spending on alcohol, what you now can spend it on. Get that promotion at work or make that job change you've always dreamed of. Enjoy an intimate relationship with your partner. Enjoy parties, celebrations, and get-togethers alcohol-free while still having a good time. And live a life that's fun and that you absolutely love living. You were meant to thrive, not just survive. I'm proof that you can live a life with alcohol and thrive. You don't have to be bored, it doesn't have to feel hard, and it doesn't have to be a struggle each and every day. Visit CourtneyRecovered.com Work With Me page to sign up for your one-on-one freedom consult call and learn more. Hey, hey, welcome to the Sober Vibes podcast. I am your host, Courtney Anderson, and welcome back to another episode if you've been with me for a while. You've been uh, with me since day one. I believe this episode is episode 32, so 32 episodes. I'm very, very proud of this podcast and just for starting something and following through for anybody who is out there who is not a follow-thrower or you start something and then you're like, eh, fuck it, you can. And I was that person for a very long time. (laughs) I get it. I get it. So today is October 1st. I can't believe it's already October 1st. Where has this year gone? A lot of sitting at home, a lot of anxiety, some fear, some tears, uh, some highs and lows, you know, a pandemic and politics and racism. It's been a lot. This year has been a lot. So I'm really looking forward actually to this fall and just being in a a change of life. My birthday is actually on Monday. I will be 
turning 38 and the past couple weeks I've been having some anxiety and I think it's just because of a few things of being overstimulated um you know with work social media business turning 38 creeping up to that 40 I don't think that 40 is midlife I'm I'm leaning towards like midlife now like 50 since people are living to 100 but still, it's the fact of it's like, okay, I'm going to be 40 in a couple of years, stay in the present moment. But like, my God, where does life go? Anyone else feel this way? Anybody, anybody, feel free to email me, silvervibes at gmail.com and let me know or, you know, slip in, slide into my DMs and the Sober Vibes Instagram page and just like, let me know if you feel this way. Or if you did, how do you get past it? You know, because when I was on my year five of getting sober, I, or in my sobriety journey, that was a hard one for me because I was turning five and then I was turning 35. So I felt like I had my midlife crisis then, if that makes sense to anybody. <laughs> and this is what I do know. And I learned, I, I thought of this in my walk today because I've really been finding simplicity in just walking, um, My fitness these past couple months, really since COVID started and our shutdown started, has just gone out the window, but it has helped me go back to just the simplicity and joy and just walking, 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 you know, like Forrest Gump did, but I'm just walking and not running. And I was thinking that in my walk today of like how, how with anything of being uncomfortable, you really have to to break through with that. Like you, you have to be uncomfortable for some change to happen. And this is no different in the sobriety journey. You're going to be really fucking uncomfortable for that first year. Those first 90 days, you're going to be extremely uncomfortable. And I say this because I keep it real and 100 and honest. Um, some people find the pink cloud. I never did. But those first 90 days are definitely the hardest. There's a lot of change, a lot of feelings that come up, a lot of like, you know, your your brain playing tricks on you um, to being like, well, did I really have a problem? Did I really have this unhealthy relationship with alcohol? Do I need to identify with as an as an alcoholic? Do I need to be doing the most? Like I just there's just some days I want to just lay in my bed and sleep all day. And if that's where you're at currently and you just need to sleep, just sleep. You, you don't have to be out there pounding the pavement with, you know, listening to 101 sobriety podcasts, including this one, and listening to all of what the fuck they're telling you. Because everybody's sobriety and recovery is different, but this is in life. Everybody's challenges are different. But where this topic of conversation is today is that to get, you can't just always be comfortable in life. Same thing for me turning 38. I cannot just always be comfortable at (laughs) at whatever age I'm at. There's going to be a little bit of fear that comes up, but that fear you have to put in in check and and approach things differently and get uncomfortable in learning something new, get uncomfortable with changing habits, get uncomfortable if you're currently in the process of thinking like, yo, do I want to quit drinking? Um, How is this going to be? I don't want to be uncomfortable. Well, then nothing's going to change if you do not want to be uncomfortable. And I have to drill that in you because where does the change take place? If I never, if I didn't stop drinking back on August 18th of 2012, I wouldn't be here where I'm at today. 
and the most likely of the cases I could possibly have died at this point because that's where my drinking was leading me. It was a slow suicide um, and I had to really get uncomfortable for a couple of years to be comfortable within my own skin today. Now that is not saying that I don't have fears. I have a fear of public speaking and um even before I go on to podcasts and whatnot, like I get nervous. A National Solar Day virtual event that I did, I was nervous going into that. I mean, I had to, I had to put on some Wu-Tang and jam out to Wu-Tang for a good like 30 minutes before I even got on that and practicing, you know, if even introducing um, speakers and whatnot. I, I had to practice that before I got on there because even though it was in the comfort of my own home on Zoom, I still have a fear of public speaking, which is crazy, I know, because I do this podcast. But, you know, um, when I do this podcast, it's just me or just me and the other person. Sometimes I get nervous interviewing other people. But the more that I put myself in this situation, the more I get comfortable. And I even talked with my coach the other day, and she said, she was like, so? You had your fear of public speaking, and then you did this um, event. How did it go? And I was like, well, it went really good. I go, I got like comfortable in it after that first initial five minutes, you know. And I'm pretty sure my voice cracked, but like whatever, whatever. I, I'm just you. All you can do is the best that you can do, but it's going to be an uncomfortable process for a little bit. So that's that's really anything in life. Um, whether it's you're turning your your birthday's coming up and you're you're getting another another um you're older if you have to make a decision in your life you know if you're not with the right person anymore if you have to make a career decision you know i definitely think in covid this has shown a lot of people like fuck dude is this a job i even want to be doing honestly after a lot of people had maybe breaks, if you were unemployed for a little bit um, or laid off just because of the current situation, or now you're working from home and you're just like taken away and out of that environment where you're like, God, I was miserable in that environment. And you're actually starting to find some joy of being at home and being able to do the things that you haven't been able to do because you don't have that two-hour commute anymore. Um and just being out of a particular toxic environment. There's a lot of toxic work environments. So that's one thing that when you take yourself out of that, your body eases. <laughs> You're no longer in fight or flight mode. And you might not have even noticed that because you were in it for so long. It's crazy. The human body is crazy. So definitely, definitely, definitely. If the uncomfortableness, if fear is coming up in, in, inside of you, if anxiety is showing up in places where, or just showing up out of the blue, like for me these past couple of weeks, I know what I need to do to change it, but it is going to be an uncomfortable thing to change those habits. For instance, I got in a really bad place of checking my phone and grabbing my phone in the morning time when the world stopped. So now this past week, I've been really trying to be mindful of this because I was like, I need to break this habit. This morning time check-in, it's actually making me more anxious. My social media usage is actually making me more anxious. The past two weeks, I've taken a little bit of a break, not like completely. I just haven't been going on there all the time, which is a good thing, you guys, <laughs> or anybody. Um, and I'm just trying to break that cycle. So like little things at a time, little things 
at a time because you don't always have to be doing the most all the fucking time. It gets exhausting. And then it puts too much pressure and then you get into overwhelm and then anxiety can happen. So just do the best that you can. Um, If you are listening and you want to know what I'm going to be doing for my birthday or you're early in sobriety and you're like, well, how the fuck am I going to celebrate without glass of bubbles? That would be champagne. Um, or without getting blacked out, wasted, you know, I had this trip planned to Miami or Vegas. I was going to go whoop it up with my friends. Look, you can still go to those places if you would like. You just can't drink if you choose not to drink because there, I have to reframe that. You can drink. That is a choice. But if you are on this path and you have a birthday coming up and you're like wondering how to celebrate it, do something different. I quit drinking like six weeks before I turned 30. So I was 29 when I gave up alcohol. And my 30th birthday, I wanted to go to Las Vegas. I have yet to be in Las Vegas. I've never been to Las Vegas. And there is a reason the universe never put me in Las Vegas in my drinking days because I would have died. So you, (laughs) it's true. But I have celebrated my birthdays in fun ways. And that birthday when I turned 30, we went to Drag Queen Bingo. I know it's probably going to be a little bit more difficult this year because there's not a lot of things, but this year I, I'm just going to go out to eat. I mean, for what it is, and I'm still going to celebrate. I'm just going to celebrate eating some cupcakes, man. And I'm going to be with people that I want to, which will likely be my husband. And then I'm going to, I set, I'm setting up a spa day to go get facials with a couple of my close girlfriends. And that's like great. And you don't need alcohol at a spa, even though they like to provide it for you. But you can say no, because what are you there for? You're there to get a fucking facial massage, you know, whatever. You're not there to get hammered. And I think once you start seeing that, like, okay, in a celebration, what difference does it make if I have a glass of wine or not in my hand? Does that define the celebration? And the answer is no you define it. It's all what you make of it. So if you're choosing not to drink on your birthday this year, I'm snapping and doing the slow clap because that is you celebrating and honoring yourself and how you start that year and represent yourself and conduct yourself. It's like, that's just setting. It's almost like New Year's except for New Year's resolutions, I think are dumb because people break them within like four weeks of it. That's why I don't do with the dry January. I just like, it's like, You could start, you could quit drinking today. You don't need a month to tell you like, okay, let's do that. Because most likely after those 30 days, you'll go back to it. So start fresh. Be like, you know what? This year I'm choosing me. I'm not going to drink on my birthday. It doesn't mean that I don't, I can't celebrate because I am going to celebrate by going out to dinner with some friends or having some friends over, have some friends over to your house. Everyone can wear a mask and social distance Um, because it's about you. It's not about the alcohol. And that's where the slippery slope is in our society now. It's like same thing. Uh, I, I can't remember what podcast I said on but or what episode. But even too with the whole like when you go to kids' birthdays now and the parents are getting fucked up and the friends are getting fucked up and then there's like a little three-year-old blowing out their candles. It's like, it's, um, it's like what is this about? Is this more about the fucking parents or the kid? Because it seems like the celebration is about the parents getting fucked up. And that attention is taken off the, the, the main focus, and that's the child. So this is a lot in one podcast, I know. 
But this is just how I feel, and this is what happens when I go on these walks. I have a lot of stuff to say, you know? So just remember, what are you celebrating on your birthday? Are you actually celebrating the day of you, another year of you? And you can do that with a lot of non-alcoholic beverages. You can do that with water. Um, you can do that this year too. Olipop, they are providing this audience and listeners with um, Courtney15, that's the coupon code. And Olipop is an alternative, it is an alternative soda, okay? Like, and dude, the vintage cola is the jam. I've told you guys before this, like I can crush Cokes and then I feel gross. It's non-GMO and it's very, very good. And they have a couple different flavors. So I will put the link in the bio. I always say the bio because that goes back to Instagram. I'm sorry. I will put the link in the show notes um, with their website and then you can check it out. And then remember to use Courtney15 at checkout so you get that 15% off. And it is only in the United States. So I'm sorry for the international listeners. But I'll work on getting you guys something soon, okay? I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. So there's things to, that you can drink besides alcohol at these types of celebrations, you know? And maybe, too, if you just want to sit in your birthday by yourself and celebrate it for a party of one, do that. This is about you and what you can create. And in your sober life, you have such an amazing opportunity to create some a whole new fucking life for yourself. That's where we are. Hashtag blessed, you guys. We get to live these, like, we get two lives in one, which is pretty wild to think about when you're like, okay, I, I had that life, and now I have, like, this new life that involves some new people, new dynamics, new ways of me thinking and feeling, new boundaries where, fuck, you know, if you don't want to talk to any of your family members, you don't have to. <laughs> this is all about what players you want around you and what it's going what this new life is going to 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 bring to you and that's where i find the beauty and sobriety i truly do and just stop looking at it like it's all fucking doom and gloom yes some days are serious truly some days are serious and you got to sit there with some pretty heavy feelings but other days you can you can just be lighthearted and free and laugh at yourself, you know, uh, did you listen to the episode where my sister and I were laughing at her diving into smoking crack in dumpsters? We laughed. Some of you might be appalled right now, but there is an episode. Go back a couple living on the edge episodes ago. I think it was like two episodes of her and I. But look, you got to keep it lighthearted some days and you have to laugh at yourself. So celebrate how you want to celebrate, but just remember you choosing not to drink on these celebrations or today or whenever, you are going to wake up feeling fresh as a daisy, remembering everything that happened the night before, and you kick ass another day. And you start building that trust and respect for yourself, which builds up your confidence of like, yes, I can do this. Yes, it was, un it was a little uncomfortable not having a glass of wine there for my birthday and people were, were drinking wine around me, but I kicked ass and went through that uncomfortableness to get into building these blocks of the life that I want for one day. I'm going to go out and I'm going to sit there in a restaurant with friends. They're going to be drinking and it's not even going to fucking phase me. It won't. 
take it from me, who's been on this for eight years now, like, when my friends drink around me, I'm like, whatever. I mean, you guys know, I bartend on the side. I hold, I hold vodka in my hand. It's, people can drink. I just cannot and choose not because I did that dance with alcohol for 10 years and I know what it's like and it never ended up good for me. And that is motherfucking empowerment, you guys. I dropped a lot of F-bombs in this one. <laughs> But I hope this episode helps you. Uh, right now, I currently do have my three-day alcohol and me challenge going in. We're on day two, so feel free. You can come and join it if you kind of want to examine more of your relationship with alcohol and check out a little bit of sobriety. I'm here for you. I will put that link in the show notes as well. And you can get the um, videos so far that I have done. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. If you have not yet, please rate and review the podcast. If you ever want me to talk about anything, or if you want me and my sister to talk about anything, send me an email or send me a message uh, in Insta at in Instagram, and I will talk about that topic for you. All right. Thank you so much, you guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye.